You are Locked On Utes, your daily podcast on the Utah Utes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into a Tuesday edition of the Locked On Utes podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I am Brian Brown, and I'm joined today by my illustrious, my esteemed, my phenomenal, my educated, my attractive, handsome, well-voiced colleague, Jacob Hatch. Jake, how you doing today? I'm doing good. I appreciate all those compliments. Not half of them are true, but that's okay. That's why I don't have a girlfriend, man. They never believe me when I say that, but <laughs> I'm always sincere. I don't get it. But I'll tell you what, there is one thing I do get, Jake, and that is that it is transfer season for basketball. Like you said, it is a tradition unlike any other. But we're going to talk about why that tradition may be viewed a little bit differently this year by compared to other years and why the two transfers leaving the Utah basketball program maybe aren't as impactful or uh, as as newsworthy maybe or, or you know, fire starting is as in years past we'll also talk a little bit about some youths getting paid in the nfl and just your daily rundown of what happens in utah land it was a busy monday so we've got a lot to talk about here on the locked on youths podcast jake what do you think let's have some fun let's do this this is locked on youths podcast for march 16th 2021 On Utes podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network for Tuesday, March 16th. I am Brian Brown. That is Jacob Hatch sitting across from me, even though you can't see him. You will soon be hearing his voice. Hi, Jake. Hi. Thanks for having me. <laughs> thank, thank you for coming on your podcast. <laughs> no, we're going to have some fun today. I'm looking forward to it as always. We're going to try and make this as fun as possible. In my opinion, the day after daylight savings changes over is the worst day of the year. Second, maybe. Second, maybe to the day after the Super Bowl. I don't know. That's debatable. But we'll try and make sure that today is a little bit more fun to lighten the burden of having to shift everything around an hour and deal with all the younger, immature, misunderstanding individuals that maybe aren't taller than four feet in your life that make that even more difficult. Well, I can tell you this much, Brian. Did you know that yesterday, Monday, was National Napping Day? Which is the perfect day to land I'm on the you, same day as our changeover, they, right? They, they knew exactly what they were doing, apparently. Are you a napper? I I used to be a guy who kind of get through the day, but with my day job being early morning sports radio, naps are kind of a way of life for me. It's not an everyday thing, but it's fairly often. I, I am not a big napper, and when I do take naps, they go like hours, hours. So I try to stay away from them. I've, I've been told that like the 10 to the 15 minute nap is, is the way to go where you kind of get the little recharge and refresh. So I'm, I'm going to try and work on that maybe one of these days. So it's either long or short. That's what the experts say. Either you go no more than 30 minutes or you push it over two hours. There is no in between according to what experts say. I've done some, I, res- I've done some research on this. I've always been an overachiever, so that's me over the two-hour mark every single time. Well, there but we're going to try and make sure this podcast stays under two hours, and we're going to try and make this podcast a short nap for you. We're going to start things out with the Utah basketball program news dropping yesterday that there were two players transferring out of the program, getting into the transfer portal. Jordan Kellier, a shooting guard from Jamaica, the hot tune, uh, backup center, 
combined 142 minutes. Jake, your thoughts on the transfers in general? So I get that the the pub of this, the press that's going to come on this, is going to be bad for Larry Kraskoviak just because of the perception that it's another exodus from this program. But if you just look at it on its head, these two guys, as you mentioned, 142 combined minutes between Lahat Chun as well as Jordan Kellier, it strikes me as two guys that if you are going to have guys transfer out, those seem to be the likely guys who are going to say, I'm out. Jordan Kellier played a very, very minimal role on this team, Lech Hot Tune. They tried to give him some opportunities to take on a bigger role, but never really succeeded in his opportunities to do so. So I get that the optics of this, what's going to be written in the papers, talked about in sports radio, other podcasts, all that stuff, is going to be Larry Kriskoviak. He, he doesn't have it, guys. He needs to be let go blah 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 blah. we all get that but I just I think that these are the two guys similar to other topics we've talked about on this podcast previously Brian these are not the two guys that would send up the flare to signal that there is trouble there are other guys obviously if they were to enter the portal and who knows maybe they might in the next few days and I'm not saying that I know anything I don't know anything on that front but these are not the two guys that scream to me this is the canary in the coal mine no, and the timing of these transfers seems very coincidental with exit interviews for the program and moving on to next year. We always assume that anytime a player transfers, it's because the player wants out or the player is disgruntled. Yeah. There's a flip side to that where sometimes it's the coach telling the player, hey, this was your year to make an impact. You never made an impact in the program. You're welcome to stay, but we're encouraging you, if you want to play, to go on to somewhere else. We need to backtrack a little bit with Jordan Kellier because Kellier was brought in kind of as a a save or a stopgap when the whole scenario with Caleb Lohner went down. And so he was kind of a bit of a risk or a gamble, I guess, for the University of Utah at that point. Uh, didn't have a ton of offers. Uh, Jacksonville State, Cedarville, McNeese State, Eastern Illinois, Prairie View A&M. He was kind of a sneaky athlete, uh, good size, length, mobility. Um, but he just never developed at the University of Utah. And really what they need is they need shooters. And they've got two guys coming in, Norbert, Norbert Thiessen mm-hmm. and uh, Lazar Stefanovic. Stefanovic. Sorry, I got to get my emphasis right there. Uh, who are shooters? And and those are both knockdown players. And I think Utah fans are going to be really surprised at how easily they'll step into the flow of the program. Lahat Chun is a little bit of a different story, don't you think? Yeah, he is because they have tried to develop Lahat Chun's game. There is no doubt about that. If you've watched games this year, you saw them try and engender some confidence into him to show him, hey, you have an opportunity to be a capable backup big at the Pac-12 level. And for whatever reason, whether it's his own inability to kind of grasp hold of what they were trying to get him to do or other circumstances that might be in, in this mix, it just has not worked out for him. I am a, I am mildly surprised that Chun is transferring out, but it's I think him maybe thinking, okay, I need to find another opportunity for myself, maybe find another coaching staff who maybe can help build my game. And I wish both these guys nothing but the best. I hope they have success wherever they end up. The name of the game nowadays is transfers. It's just going to be a part of things going forward. We've heard Kyle Whittingham talk about how they have to deal with it. You have to recruit players back to your program. Again, the timing of it makes me feel like there was maybe a little bit of a gentle nudge from the staff. Sure. They loved Lahat. They were always very high on him. His athleticism was evident. 
What also was, was the fact that he was always thinking when he was on the court and he was never able to develop those general basketball skills. And he'd only played for a year or two, so it's understandable. But he hit the point where the only way he was going to develop, in my opinion, is if he was out there playing the game, making mistakes. And Utah is at a point where they can't afford to have backups making mistakes for them. We saw that this year. They have to execute at a high level. And so I think that while you want to hang on to that athleticism, that athleticism and that length, at some point you do have to make the sacrifice and tell him to make a decision, I yeah. think. And, and I, this is not me reporting anything. I want to be clear about that. Just my speculation about given the timing and, and both of them entering in at the same time. And there's probably on their end a little bit of desire to go out as well, you know, and, and we'll see if there are more guys that decide to enter the portal or, or move on, depending. You know, I think Alfonso Plummer is a guy that's eligible to go on and, and start playing overseas if he'd like. Same with Timmy Allen. I don't think either of them really have an NFL future at the moment. Uh, Timmy Allen, until he gets an outside shot, just will, will not have a spot in the NBA, in my opinion. Well, NBA future. You mentioned NFL future. But you know the what? We're going to talk about NFL coming up next. I think, yeah, just my, my overarching point about this, Brian, and uh, we'll move on to the NFL topics here momentarily, is that if there are other transfers who come in the next few days or weeks that are bigger names, bigger stars, bigger role players on this team, yes, then I think people can start to be upset about uh, Larry Larry Kriskoviak, his staff, and say, okay, we've got a problem here. I just don't feel like these two transfers, they kind of fit more in the mold of just as, this is how college basketball is in this day and age, and they're deciding they want to find a better situation for themselves, and I think you wish them well and hope they land on their feet. Yeah, I, I think the ones that you absolutely need to make sure that you hold on to are Brandon Carlson, uh, Mickey Antonin, Pella Larson, Ian Martinez, and, and then you hope that the Riley Batten, Ryland Jones uh, type stay around as well. But those are the, those would be the core of this team going forward, I think, is those four guys. They've yeah. been the most impactful, without a doubt. And if you bring those four back next year, you really do have a great shot at competing in the Pac-12, I think. So that... We'll put that to bed and, and hopefully whether or not the other part about this, too, I think that, that comes into play is if there is a decision made in terms of a coaching change that could impact this massively as well. And I think that's sure. probably a factor that Mark Harlan will weigh. And, and you know, we'll talk about that down the road as we get more information and hear more about that, too. In the meantime, I forgot to pull up what read we're doing today let me slide in here with this we're talking about rock auto brian our good <laughs> friends we love rock auto you and i have used this service to keep our cars in working order what i love about this company and you can you can add to this if you'd like is that it is a is it a company that's working online they've been online for 20 years it's a family-owned company but if you go on that website you search out your vehicle uh whether it's a chevy a subaru no matter what it is Look up your make and model, and then all of a sudden you're going to have literally hundreds of different options for whatever part you need are right there at your fingertips. And the best part about it all, Brian, it's shipped directly to your door. 
Jake, in the time that it took for you to explain to the folks what Rock Auto was all about, I actually ordered the brakes that I need to replace in my car, believe it or not. There you go. It's, it's real simple, folks. Uh, take advantage of it now. The, the best part about it is Rock Auto, they have reliably low pricing. They are not going to charge you something different than a professional mechanic would get at their website. You don't have to join a club. You don't have to do any of that stuff to get the rock bottom prices they are offering it. We talk about being try-it-yourselfers here on this podcast. Well, Rock Auto wants to help you guys out and do that and help you save some money, some significant money in the meantime. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in the How Did You Hear About Us box, so that way they know that we sent you guys amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car, truck, or SUV will ever need. That's our good friends at rockauto.com. Back at it here with my main man, Jay Catch. I am Brian Brown. We are talking about Utes in the NFL currently because there was some news yesterday that broke. Devontae Booker signed a deal with the New York Giants, the New York football Giants, for two years, $6 million. Also announced that the Denver Broncos were going to place a second-round tender on Tim Patrick, meaning that he will more than likely stay with the Broncos. I believe the tender rule is that once you place a tender on a player, that means that you have to exchange whatever round draft pick if you decide to sign them, right? Yeah, that, that's essentially how it goes. Uh, the biggest thing with this, I think, with regards to Tim Patrick, is it shows you how much the Broncos value him as a wide receiver, and that's fantastic because many of you listening to this podcast will remember Tim Patrick as a Ute essentially being uh, banged up, plain and simple. He was injured for the majority of his time at the University of Utah. An undrafted free agent latched on with multiple practice squads before getting that chance with the Denver Broncos. And he's quite literally grabbed the bull by the horns and has made the NFL a legitimate dream for himself. This is a fantastic, fantastic story. I'm ecstatic for this young man. Yeah, it is a great story, a redemption story, somebody who bet on themselves and really worked hard to try and get to where they could be a contributor. There were only two wide receivers in the NFL last year with 70-plus targets and zero drops. Those wide receivers were Larry Fitzgerald and Tim Patrick. So so, so two Broncos, future Hall of Famers. Yeah, right? <laughs> Just, you know, when you think of Larry Fitzgerald, Tim Patrick is naturally the name that comes to mind right <laughs> after that. But... Patrick will be on the books for $3.34 million. It's a good deal for the Broncos. They get a good, uh, I guess, second target for Jerry Judy across from him. It's a good deal for Tim Patrick because you're getting in the league for another year and you're going to be making seven figures. I don't think anybody can ever complain about that. I don't know. Maybe somebody will find a way. You hope not. I think the biggest thing with this is you you hope he goes out and has another big year because he has proven to be a very reliable target. And by the way, I can tell you this much when my mock draft or not my mock draft, my fantasy football draft comes around again this summer. I'll tell you what, Tim Patrick, he is going to be a sneaky good pickup, I feel like, because he is poised to have another big year. He, he definitely is, and if the Broncos can settle the quarterback situation there with Judy, they should have some weapons, and they, had, they do have a good run game, and obviously left tackle Garrett Bowles to help yeah. protect the blind side and open some holes. Uh, speaking of holes being opened up, Devontae Booker should have the opportunity to run through a couple holes there in New York. He will be backing up Saquon Barkley, who's yeah. coming off the injury, so you would expect that he'll get a fair amount of action there as the backup running back in New York, but Booker was one who kind of 
bet on himself more or less and was a strong contributor to the Raiders, was a good change of pace back for them. And now he's got a two-year deal with the Giants. And and I think as a running back, that's a big thing to have because there's just not a lot of stability and, and everything like that for those kinds of guys. He got two years and six million, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, Brian. Is that correct? Yeah. So correct. I think this is a good deal for him in this day and age. Like you mentioned, running backs, it, it feels like they're a dime a dozen in this league, and they're just constantly are moving around from team to team. Booker, this will be his third franchise, if I'm not mistaken, uh, in the NFL, and I'm looking forward to this. I feel like this is a little bit of a prove it deal for him, where he's going to go to New York. Yes, uh, Saquon Barkley, when he's healthy, is among the most elite of the elite running backs in the NFL, but what has been the big issue with him during his time in the NFL is staying healthy. So Devontae Booker, I think, is going to find himself in a very advantageous position. He's going to be a fantastic pickup in a handcuff situation with regards to Saquon Barkley in the fantasy football ranks, and I'm looking forward to this. I think this is a fantastic platform for him, and I wish him nothing but success as he joins the New York football giants. Yeah, he'll be going to play for a team under Joe Judge that will be transitioning into their second year with the new head coach. And I believe that Jason Garrett is still the offensive coordinator. Correct. They re-upped him, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I would assume that that will play positively for, for Booker. This is also going to be his sixth, sixth season in the NFL, Jeez. which means that he gets that he gets that uh, that uh, that retirement, and that for for those guys is just absolutely massive. Yeah, he gets yeah he gets into the the pension program with the NFL, and that's a big big deal uh, in your sixth year. It's crazy thing. Devontae Booker has been in the NFL going on six years, Brian. It feels like literally just yesterday he was suiting up for the Utes and just carving up opposing defenses. That's just yeah. it boggles my mind. It doesn't feel like it was that long ago that he and, and Jared Goff were squaring off against each other when Utah and Cal were undefeated and Utah got the better end of the Bears. But Booker will be 29 in May. Yeah, played in 77 games with seven starts, you know, and, and he'll get an opportunity to prove himself for New York. And, and hopefully he can – hopefully Saquon stays healthy because he's in an absolute – joy to watch but that'll be a good situation for Devonte to like you said prove himself yeah i'm excited for that i think it's a it's a pretty savvy pickup on the giants part because as you mentioned he was very good as kind of yeah i mentioned that change of pace back that third down back role that he played uh for the raiders i i do wonder how things will change a little bit for Devonte now going from playing in the western united states and we all know that the nfl for nfl is king and the the media attention is heightened no matter where you're at in the NFL, but man, there's something about playing for either the Jets or the Giants there in New York City. I know it's in East Rutherford, New Jersey, but let's go with the storyline here with New York. There's just something about it. There's a bigger microscope there, and I'm hoping that Devontae can go out and prove himself out there at MetLife Stadium. We've talked about betting on yourself, Jake. The best way to bet on yourself is to go to betonline.ag, have them set a line for you so you can put down the money on yourself. Yeah, might as well take advantage of it. By the way, you can go to Bet Online right now and sign up for free. That, that's the best part about it. They're not going to make you pay to sign up at their website. Go to BetOnline.ag and sign up now. The best part is right now, all of the sports action you can handle is ongoing. NBA, we got college hoops, the NCAA tournament this coming weekend. Hockey's in full swing, Brian. No matter what you want to bet on, BetOnline has got the odds, the props, bets, whatever you're looking for, they've got it for you. 
Easy to sign up, head to the website, use your mobile device, receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code locked on. That's all one word locked on. Bet online, your online sportsbooks experts. Here to talk to you again about our favorite subject on the Locked On Utes podcast. No, it is not Utah football. It is Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market. Built Bar is the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all the bars. Jake, it is Built Bar madness right now. What's up this week? It looks like it's a loaded bracket. Yeah, they're they're doing this bracket trying to determine the best built bar of them all. Yesterday was Toffee Almond against Mint Brownie. Uh, you and I both thought the Mint Brownie was going to advance relatively easily, but guess what? You guys get to have your opportunity to have your say on this. If you have a favorite, and I guarantee that there are multiples out there of you who have your favorite flavor of built bar, we all have them. Uh, I'm an absolute sucker for Cherry Barcia, for example, but if you guys have a favorite flavor, make sure you cast your vote every single day at BuiltBar.com. Let your voice be heard and help determine what is the greatest or the best Built Bar of them all. We're into the enticing eight. Soon comes up the flavorful four, and then it's to the PK-licensed championship. Don't forget, go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON15, all one word, to get 15% off your next order. Go vote. Choose your favorite Built Bar. See who won today's matchup and who will become the best-tasting protein bar while getting yourself healthy with Built Bar. Finishing things out today with some comments from Andy Ludwig. The University of Utah started spring ball yesterday. That would be Monday, March 15th. Andy Ludwig spoke with the media at the press availability, and this is what he had to say. Well, you, you have to do your due diligence in terms of betting or researching of the players by talking to their college coaches, their strength and conditioning coaches at the previous schools, the athletic trainers, and just uh, their high school coaches. So you, you dig pretty deep, but then the conversations with the young men were whether it's a recruiting coach or myself, getting to know them and making sure it will be a smooth transition. It's not a science. It's not a perfect match 100% of the time. However, we feel like we have hit home runs in the players that you're discussing. Jake, some interesting comments there from Andy Ludwig talking about the transfer portal, using a bit of a different metaphor, saying that they caught a few home runs out of the transfer portal. What, did that surprise you at all? Uh, not necessarily it surprised me. Uh, I was just surprised how forceful of a comment it was from him because, you know, Andy, he, he's very much a guy who speaks in very general terms by and large when it comes to players and what he's trying to do on offense. But I did appreciate him coming out and saying, you know what? And this, by the way, let me put some context on this. This is more in the context of the transfers, both of the quarterback position as well as the running back position that Utah has attracted this offseason. He, He's, he's calling them home runs. Um, and, okay, I'm glad you're bullish on the opportunities that these guys have if you're Andy Ludwig. And he obviously believes in these guys. But at the same time, are we really going to know if they're home runs right away? Does that make sense? 
It does. And I think, I think what it is is that when you're in that coaching room, you're basing things on in stages, right? And so they were able to replace talent that left with talent that they feel is equal to or maybe even better in that running back room. And I think really what they're very excited about is how much talent and, and depth they have in the quarterback room. Both Ludwig and Kyle Whittingham spoke about Cooper Justice and yep. Bryson Barnes, who is a favorite of – the Locked on Utes podcast, without a doubt. And to hear that he is now a favorite of Kyle Whittingham and Andy Ludwig's was inspiring. I had uh, our good friend you Blender on Twitter reach out to me and say, is this the uh, Drew Lisk reincarnation? I said, no, this is the sequel, and Drew Lisk is going to come back to mentor him to come in and win a game for us at some point. But I think the better part about it is that what they feel in terms of a home run is that they've found players through the transfer portal that want to come here. Uh, Jaquindon Jackson was very uh, – uh, maybe emotional is not the word, but very... Oh, he was emotional. Uh, yeah, well, he was. Yeah, there were some tough questions in there about Ty Jordan that he had to answer. But he was very expressive about how important it was coming here because of the family atmosphere. And I sure. think that that's really where they feel like the transfer portal was a home run for him. Yeah, and uh, like I said, if any one of these or three or two or however many of these transfers pay off, yeah, they're absolutely home runs. And I I wish them nothing but the best. I think Charlie Brewer, I think most people, you look at the depth chart, he's listed as quarterback one right now, QB one, and that's to be expected. You look at TJ Pleasure, you look at Chris Curry at the running back position, you look at Jaquindon Jackson at quarterback, it, Cam Rising once he gets healthy. There are a lot of different options here for Utah, and they've all come by way of transfer. And I know Peter Costelli is a high school enrollee, but nonetheless, whoever wins this job, wins these jobs, I guess what I should say, with regards to the quarterback position in particular and also the running back positions, if they pay off the way that Andy Ludwig apparently believes they can, Utah absolutely may have hit a grand slam. And that's the hope, is that you've got the right guys in the program. I think that's the bigger uh, emphasis for them is that he, whatever happens with Jaquindon Jackson, that he has embraced the family atmosphere here. They have moved some guys around. Ben Renfro, Kane Savage move over to the wide receiver position. Both were on the defensive side of the football. I think those are good moves for them. Uh, we've seen some additions as well uh, in, in terms of walk-ons and whatnot. Elijah Shelton, a, tri- a transfer from Utah State, showed up on the roster too. A couple surprises along those lines. But it's going to be an interesting spring for the University of Utah because this is still a very, very young football team that does have a lot of development behind it. And we know that everybody is expecting another wave of transfers after spring ball. So how effective will they be in both recruiting their guys back to the program and how much can they depend on these home runs going forward, I think are the questions that we really won't get an answer until fall. Yeah, it will be interesting. We'll be tracking it for you guys, bringing you a sound like we had today. Uh, hearing from Kyle Whittingham, players, other assistant coaches like Andy Ludwig, we'll have that all covered for you. And looking forward to it. I'm glad that spring ball is here. And most importantly, Steve Bartle will have the Ute Zone drone going so that he can get all the inside details at practice. You'll want to go subscribe at UteZone.com for those. I tend to put pen to paper as as they used to say back in the day over there from time to time i'm definitely available on the boards if you want to ask me questions or yell at me which both things happen very fairly frequently over there uh, that's our community it's a lot of discussion but also a lot of fun you can get in on all the action there at youthzone.com there is a seven day free trial so you can give it a taste and see if you like the uh 
the dish that you zone prepares on a daily basis. But all right. in the meantime, we're going to wrap this bad boy up, Jake. We're done. We're out of here. Yep. It's been a blast. It's another fun day. A lot of news, like you said, on a Monday, but plenty to catch up on tomorrow. I'm sure you're never quite sure what you're going to get, but I guarantee we'll have something good for you on the Wednesday edition. Well, life is like a box of built bars. You never know which variety you're going to get. Nice pull. Nice pull. On that note, we're going to go ahead and let you enjoy a built bar after this podcast. You know, you have to, uh, get that nutrition in immediately after a heavy workout like this thank you as always for listening to the locked on youths podcast a reminder to subscribe rate and review on whatever your favorite podcast platform just make sure you write those reviews on apple podcasts and tell your friends about us in the meantime we'll be back again tomorrow with all the news notes and updates that you need here on the locked on youths podcast for tuesday march 16th 2021 and we'll talk to you tomorrow 